five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're going to be talking about end of the year strategies for saving money in mail today. I think it'll be pretty good. But first, let's have some fun. And here we go. This is a long Amazon commercial about a little girl with a snow globe. And she really loves that snow globe. And so she takes it wherever she goes. And her dad notices that. This is this aired in the UK pre-Cyber Monday. So there she is. And she's got her snow globe with her. And we're going to skip ahead to her dad's doing something. He's up to something. Okay. And he... He goes on Amazon and buys a shredder and borrows a Christmas tree from his neighbor just for a while. I didn't get what was going on here when I watched it the first time. And he puts together stuff and he takes old newspapers and he gets the shredder. And then he shows her on Christmas. He makes this greenhouse. And it, it's a life-size snow globe, which is kind of a character. Pretty cool, huh? Anyway, uh, there you go. So I think that was a lot of fun. We'll turn that off, and we'll get to the real news. Let's see if I've got it queued up properly. Okay, no, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We're closing some stuff up. Okay, so online cyber U.S. sales totaled $12.2 billion on Cyber Monday, um, which is about what Cyber what Black Friday was about, and $68 billion for the weekend, according to Salesforce. Now, remember that Salesforce gave a much higher estimate by about six or seven billion uh, compared to Adobe, and Salesforce, at the very end of the article, delineates their their uh, online estimates, says that they uh, they cover 24 of the top 30 U.S. online retailers, which is quite a bit of a gap there, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a pretty big gap, 25 uh, percent or something is missing, or 20%, I suppose. Depends on whether you calculated a 25% markup or a 24% gap. Anyway, um, so checking my coffee in case it's off tilty, off kilter there. Uh, online sales reached $280 billion globally, which is 2% year over year. You know, pretty good. Uh, $68 billion in the U.S., which is 9%. Uh, year over year, and um, just Cyber Monday, which we just had, was about an 8% increase. Hey, great. Uh, the average discount was 30%, which is quite high in the U.S., a 7% increase over the prior year, and they found a very great correlation between uh, between discounts and uh, and since sales, that's what it's about. It's, that's Black Monday. Anyway, uh, one good piece of news was the rate of cart abandonment dropped 5% globally. I think 
I think people are serious on Cyber Monday. Uh, you know, one of the features of mail that I keep pounding on is that people have to make a decision with mail. When you get a piece of mail, and I talked about this yesterday, if you didn't see that episode, you really should go back. But uh, I got a uh, I got a uh, card from Ryan Reynolds yesterday with a uh, with a fake tattoo in inside that you can put on your arm. No regrets spelled wrong. I I understand that happens when you get tattoos. But anyway, um, so you have to make a decision. But I think on Cyber Monday, people are making decisions. There's a time element, you know, they better get it done. And they they know to get it done. So now we're going to talk a little bit about sustainability in mail. Uh, After is a company that uh, does extended warranty and that kind of inf- and that kind of thing they can set that up for you uh, if you're a manufacturer and you want to offer that uh, they can not only do the the bookkeeping of the whole thing but they can also um, mail a confirmation they can they can mail uh, other features out to your customers they do uh, they just recently uh, uh, purchased accent marketing and <coughs> excuse me and um, that gave them uh, a letter a letter shop capability so now they can handle the mailings themselves instead of outsourcing them they are big on address and uh, multiple mailing address and enhancement databases validation techniques to maximize mail delivery predictive modeling which not only tells you who are most likely to respond, but also who are least likely to respond, which is really the way it works, no matter what anybody tells you. (coughs) And extended warranty programs, as I said, they do the bookkeeping. But they're also working on their paper sourcing. They're using paper from sustainable forests, made from sustainable forests, which, you know, I mean, forests grow, right? They grow. So trees are sort of inherently sustainable, um, but these forests plant more trees than they harvest. Okay, so they're they're growing their tree crop. Okay, expanding their tree crop, and hopefully they also do things like um, biodiversity. That's one of the problems in large, large uh, monocrop forests. But you know they're working on that too. Paper recycling, they're using post-consumer, but also pre-consumer waste. Um, they have a forest forest stewardship guidelines. And the, all this goes to say that paper is one of the more sustainable products that mankind ever came up with. And people lose sight of that. You know, They lose sight of the fact that paper can be almost 100% recycled. It's not like, it's not like the plastic scam if you look at a piece of plastic a plastic bottle i don't know if i have a plastic bottle around here someplace here's a plastic bottle it has a little it has a little triangle on there and this triangle has a five and you think well if it's got a triangle it's recyclable but a five may not be or it may not be as easy as a three most of those numbers are not really recyclable that's probably one (laughs) and so it's kind of a scam and it's not easy to sort them out so it's not easy to do stuff with it. 
Um, and people, as long as it has a triangle on it, they were very successful in making those triangles. As long as it has a triangle, people think it's recyclable. Au contraire. Anyway, let's get over to the last the last one here. Make these three marketing moves to end 2022 stronger than ever. And I, I've been talking with a retailer in Chicago about their mailing project that they, you know, they thought they had 10,000 names or something. We went into their archives in their computer and they had like 120,000. And um, not not all are related to the to the uh, product that they're that that they want to promote with mail. But the point is that that they have an untapped gold mine of basically old customers that they could remind that of of the stuff they that they did with them to some extent. They don't have the transactions all the way back, but they have. But they're also in the neighborhood. Even if that person isn't there, that address is in the neighborhood. We can sort out the neighborhood and we can figure out um, and we can, you know, remind them and make offers and that sort of thing. And we don't have to pay a list rental cost. So they were saying, well, we don't know if we want to make a long term commitment. But Joy basically makes this campaign three things to do to end 2022 and make it strong into 2023 the first is think about it if you have made money you can take some of that money and spend it on pre-spend it prepay your marketing costs to reduce your tax liability right now don't go take out a loan to reduce your tax i mean to to do this this uh, Consult with your accountant on this, or give me a call even. I can probably walk you through it. You may be tempted to hold on to your profits, but doing so just puts more money into the hands of the IRS. Okay? Excellent advice. You know, I've done that in the past on a good year. I prepaid some dental work and other stuff. You know, I called my my dentist and said, could you do this if I pay you right now? Could you, you know? And it worked out really well because it was in COVID. Uh, and they weren't doing a lot of work, but they did me. So purchase year-long. Uh, it's, it's a perfect time to purchase full year-long marketing campaigns, which you can unlock huge bulk buying discounts. Another way to benefit. Okay, so you save money on your taxes. And you can, and, and Joy has a, a, a pricing illustration down here. You can also... Work on your, you know, prepay your business website. It's always, it's always, <laughs> it's never quite finished. There's always something that can be tweaked or tested, right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, find a reputable website design company. Buying print advertising in bulk. Okay. If you, if you order and mail 2,500 postcards 20 separate times, Purchasing each print run separately, you'll spend 62% more on production costs than if you bought 50,000 cards at once and mailed them whenever you needed. Okay. Now, full disclosure, that's her pricing at Postcard Mania. Also, full, full disclosure, if you're paying 70 cents in the mail, um, that 62% of is is of the printing of the postcards and maybe the paper. Um, so it isn't really a 62% savings on the whole thing. You might be saving a dime or or maybe 15 or 20 cents. Um, I like those kind. Of, I wish she would do it that way because it, it would be it would be more real to me. Anyway, I always like thinking in terms of cost per piece. And I'm not recommending postcards. Their cost per square inch the amount you pay per what you can say is way high. 
you can put a lot more in a number 10 envelope and you can put way 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 more for the cost and even though you pay more for postage you pay more for paper pay more for printing all of that but you can the the cost per square inch of usable space for a catalog is just so low in comparison to something like a postcard but anyway she said i've seen a neighborhood dentist which made me think of my example order 500,000 postcards at once and then spread them out okay excellent idea bulk buying also reinforces the most important marketing principle i've learned consistency and uh another guy you should think about is andrew ettinger uh, who also does the same kind of postcards. He's a member of the WDMA. So if you're thinking about doing postcards, you might want to talk to Andrew because um, he not only does that, but he has a lot of marketing insights that I think are brilliant um, and also supports WDMA, our fight for mail. So one mailing may bring in some leads, but it will not move the needle on long growth term. And he also has some great examples of people that have just really grown their business and also some examples of, of wasting money on digital um so i really like that so you might want to enlist a marketing consultant and you can prepay that we're open to that over here uh i'm president of the wdma but also have been a marketing consultant for the last 40 years and a little bit <laughs> so i have a lot of experiences a lot of surprises that can help you uh Avoid avoid them, perhaps, or at least get some good ones. Uh, ramp up gift card sales. Another excellent idea. An excellent idea that maybe there's still time to do because you can even do online uh, gift cards. But you might want to promote them on uh, offline, right? This would be such a super excellent idea to promote to customers that haven't been around for a while, okay? Um, and there's... She gets into a little bit of detail here that's a little complicated, but not only does it increase awareness and make an offer to the customer you're mailing to, but oftentimes they'll give it to a friend who isn't familiar with your brand and therefore can use it and become a customer. So it's a great customer acquisition strategy. It's a kind of a customer get, you know, get another customer idea, and that's why you should consider um you should consider an incentive for the gift cards like buy two get one free or something and she has a bunch of offers that she mentions also two-thirds of gift card customers spend an extra 38 percent beyond the value of the gift card right i always do you know you can't just tap it out exactly you gotta go you think oh this is free <laughs> don't ever get a, get a gift card to costco you'll go broke we did that just a couple of weeks ago. Okay, buy two gift cards, get one free. Exactly what I, you know, it was her idea. It must have been implanted in my head. Anyway, and there's a bunch of more. And also, if you've got customers with um, with a buying club or other things, you can remind them to use their benefits before year end, like I did, kind of like what I did with my my dentist. Um, you know, this is the problem with most examples. HVAC Sparrow Engineering personalized their postcard and generated it. It does it's eight thousand in revenue, with this, which is an ROI of eight ninety four. But it never tells me how much it would have been without personalization. That's the that's the question I want to know. I want to see an A B split, personalized versus unpersonalized, and see if it's worth the trouble. And no one does that test, and I don't know why. Everybody thinks personalization is the end all be all, 
But there's very little you can do besides putting a first name. I don't even count that. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, in general, an excellent article by Joy. Have a great day. Joy to the world. Like and share. We had some great shares yesterday. Bye-bye.